wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Debated. That's right. Deliberated. It's uh, Oscars are coming up soon. Yeah. Ish. Uh, and I think you can't have the Oscars without this first. Right. The real uh, celebration of cinema. That's right. In in our industry today, and it can't be delivered by anyone but the double vaxxed Ooh. Movie Mayhem podcast. That's right. We are a hundred percent entertaining. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, we were... stats may be <laughs> inflated for yeah. entertainment purposes. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the as as we uh, are now referred to after being uh, booted by big podcasts. That's right. The the bad boys. The bad boys. Long Island Cinema Podcast. That's right. Uh, the huge huge field that we just uh, <laughs> we've really carved out our niche. Uh, it's time for us to do the is it number four? Yeah, yes, it's the fourth. It's the fourth. The uh, long-awaited, right. much-debated, mm-hmm. delayed, dismayed, number four, fourth annual... Director's Tournament. Director's Tournament. DT2K21. Ooh. As I've been calling it in the group chat, trying to, like, what are we doing, DTC? Have you been trying to make that land? No, I just didn't want to <laughs> spell it all out because I forgot how to spell director sometimes. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no problem, no problem. So, the Director's Tournament, right, Yes. is when we take... All the hottest directors in uh, in movie making that we have heard of. I'm sure That's right. Thirty-two. That we don't Thirty-two names that I can remember. Right. I put them all in a bracket, mm-hmm. and I say them to Matt and a, and a guest. Yeah, and and as for, as for the guest, I think we should go no further before we introduce Godzilla and King Kong's number one super fan. Phantom <laughs> 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 Menace apologist, Spider-Man three apologist. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad movie. If no. you ever wonder where this, like, wherever this weird upswell of, like, mo- late, later millennial, kind of like, you know it wasn't a bad movie? The Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> this is where it starts. Yeah. yeah Whose opinion is that? This guy. This Mike Quattro. Fantastic Four 2 is not good. Okay. Nor is Fan Four Stick. Okay. All right. Just but the first one was good. Yes, the one from 1994 was really good. <laughs> so, you know, he's not completely tasteless. Yeah, he's got some. Yeah, he's got some standards. Yes, he's wearing he a Batman is. hoodie, so that's Just, growth. That's true. <laughs> Although, I got it more for the brand rather than uh, the Batman aspect. Let, let's plug it. What's the brand? This is there? a Bait hoodie, which is a, a very uh, popular um, Asian brand. Uh, I believe they're Japanese. Naturally. Yeah. Fair enough. Is B-A-I-T or B-A-T-E? B-A-I-T. Yes, it is. Yep. There it is. All right. I, so. got it at, I got it at Comic-Con NYC. Um, they had a booth that was like three booths away from our booth. So I went over you, there. They you said really that cool. like you were getting in like on Lord Order SVU. Like, where were you? <laughs> I was at New York Comic-Con. <laughs> and they were three booths away from me? I was. Uh, so Anna was watching <laughs> SVU yesterday. And to really get you in the mood. And so was, <laughs> oh, God. 
And somebody and somebody actually was like, "What are we doing on May 14th or whatever?" And I was like, "I'd be fucked if somebody asked yeah. me that." Like, I have no recollection of what I did three oh. days ago, let alone like <laughs> four months ago, or like my default is like I was working. That's all I do. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I don't know, probably sitting in my fucking room doing nothing. Yeah, be- between what time and what time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what day was that again? I don't know. I don't know. But, so uh, I've learned that I'd uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> totally destroyed to by him. Absolutely. Our answers <laughs> to that question are either we're at work or we were watching a movie. That's because right. that's what we needed to do. <laughs> that's right. To go headfirst into this director's tournament. So, so, yeah. So, the tournament, obviously, it's it's a long-standing tradition. And what we normally do is we kind of just run through names and shit. But I think it's it's better. I mean, I did put it out on our Instagram a long time ago. The names are out there. And I think it'll be fun to kind of just introduce the bracket, go through the people, go through the matchups. We each pick our winners, and then we move on. And we kind of just kind of keep because it's we're keeping it tight, we're keeping it right, we're doing it all night. <laughs> well, the I'm, in the, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the rhyming mood today. Well, the idea was keeping it tight and right is that we're not doing it all night. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We could have enjoyed our company. Sure. Well, let's run through the bracket and okay. see, how, see how we do. So um, I, we could. There are four brackets. So it's March Madness style. It's March Madness style. Obviously, the way brackets work, if you are new to this, if you are just a film lover and not a bracket lover like I am both. Uh, so the way tournaments work, it's I, I've picked 32, 32 names, which breaks down into four brackets of eight, ma- of eight These names. These names are names of directors. Names of directors, yes. And there is a matchup between the, the one, like it goes the one seed versus the eight seed, the two seed versus the... Uh, seven seed, three seed versus six seed, four seed versus the fifth seed, highest versus the lowest. Basically, could have just said that. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, even the some of these directors are given seeds that they may have earned. Some of these directors are given seeds may have out of necessity, and some of them may have been given a seed out of a matchup preference. Mm. And so also, you set some traps for us. I did also set some traps. This is also the year, since this is our fourth year, and we have, we have some repeat. Competitors. A lot of guys that almost made it to the top of the mountain. They have been so close. Squeaked out each time. So close. By previous winners such as? Such as Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, Mm. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So uh, there just coincidentally happens to be four runners up in our fourth year. And they're all, all four of them are the number one. I should have made them all four seeds. No. No. That makes more sense. Yeah. But... They're they're all they they are leading their brackets. So they are the number one seeds in their brackets. So don't take it as some sort of like they're better as like like they have a better record than maybe one of them does. Maybe two of the two. Of they them. probably do if they've been runner ups four times. Yes, or three times. But this year, since these four names have been so prevalent throughout our tournaments, it's going to be their last year. Mm. So if they do not win, so normally what we do is if they if the, whoever wins. They cannot come in. They are automatically given a uh, a spot in our Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, so that that will still happen. So Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, and Steven Spielberg, Spielberg will not be in the tournament. They will year. not be in the because tournament because they've won. Because they've won. They don't need to prove it anymore. Right. So these four, I threw up three. These four are now fighting for their lives. For survival. And yeah, so this is the last time that you will hear these names. So next year on our fifth one. They will not be competing. What are the four names? So our four names are Guillermo del Toro. Oh, GTT. Edgar Wright. Can't go wrong. 
Christopher Nolan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that pick was Can't interstellar. No. Can't say no to Christopher Nolan. Yep. And James Wan. Once you number number one in the in the bracket, number one in your hearts. <laughs> right. He wasn't Wan and Don. <laughs> so yeah, those those are the number one seeds in each division. This is their fourth time in, and this will be their last time in. All right. So, mm. I already know who wins. Yes. <laughs> I've so, decided this already. <laughs> so now, obviously, with uh, Mike and Matt, they will be probably doing the most voting. I will be more a as a tiebreaker, because I, I do have the she here, and it is my work, so I figured, why not? And we do this every year. I'm usually the guy who breaks the ties, because I also she may really know. is rhyming a lot today. Yeah, I know, yeah. I think I might have a stroke. <laughs> but so okay, so we have four divisions. So randomly, what number would you like to start with? One through three. Four. Three sounds good to me. Now you got it. Yeah, it's contagious. <laughs> I hate it. I hate I'm not it. Oh, it kind of rhymes. <laughs> okay, so the third division. We are starting with Christopher Nolan's division. Ooh, okay. Are we going forward? No, land, no Lands Man. No. <laughs> Oddly enough, Nomad Land is not in No Lands Land. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we are. Our number, our, our first matchup is Christopher Nolan, director of such things as uh, Memento things I forgot obviously <laughs> Memento. Memento Interstellar Interstellar the Bat the the Dark Knight series Inception Inception The Prestige The Prestige Tenet Tenet uh, which has anyone seen it I have you all right with that Yeah Sorry, <laughs> I dropped my glasses <laughs> I don't know how I did a lot it, of, but I did it This tournament's real loose <laughs> real loose but, guys but I did see yeah, Tenet I did see Tenet did, okay. did you guys I have it. I have yet to see Tenet Well you not missing much. Okay. What a vote of confidence for Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Nolan's, that's coming from a Nolan stand, too. That's right. This boy is big time Nolan yeah. fan. Well, who's he up against? I you like all his movies. I, no, I don't. I like one of his movies. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Just the one? Interstellar is is within my top five favorite movies of all time. But you like which, the Dark Knight movies. You like a Dark Knight movie. Fine. The Dark Knight is fine. You like you liked Inception. I Inception is. What about good. the Prestige? You liked Dunkirk. I never saw the Prestige. What never saw Dunkirk. Memento. Saw Memento. Fine. Maybe okay. we got maybe we got the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't know maybe if you're confusing Nolan's me with the wrong somebody guy. else. Maybe, but he is going up against Robert Eggers, the director of such things as Brothers, The Vavitch, or The Witch. Oh yeah. Oh, and Vavitch, sure. Yeah. The Lighthouse. Which we did in our pandemic season. We were pretty big on the lighthouse. We were pretty big on the lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, I saw the bitch. Um, I saw that when I was in Seattle, and I probably was it Salem? wasn't. No, no. I probably wasn't Oregon, in the anyway. best head. Like, I don't want to say like the right headspace. You were like, hot. I was. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, well, who knows? But I was with like a bunch of people, and we were like looking for like a good movie to watch and I just felt like that was like such a slow burn of a movie that like I 
it was like, why are we watching this? You were, you were like, oh, maybe we'll go see a comedy laugh out loud. Yeah, like, I was and then like, you're like, let's see this coming of age story about a woman becoming a witch. Yeah, like there were like so many other better movies, and then they were like, oh, let's put on this horror movie, but it wasn't even like a good horror movie. Well, horror movies can be fun to watch in groups. Right, true, but this like, I'd not. much rather see like this is a silent, very slow plotting, very, <laughs> like atmospheric. I, I haven't seen a lot of horror movies. That's just not my thing. But, like, mm-hmm. I'd rather see something like Paranormal Activity or, like, right. Freddy vs. Jason or, like... Your jump scares, your goofs, your gaffs, yeah. your, your... I like, have your... lots of fun watching those as groups. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, like, this movie... The Lighthouse also, no, probably not a group. No, movie. yeah, it's yeah, not no. like a, let's round up the boys and go see The Lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I vote for Christopher Nolan. Well, as somebody who really liked The Lighthouse... Mm-hmm. I mean, Christopher Nolan just has too much of, too many, uh, too much ammo in his clip, you know. Right. Between, like we said, Inception, The Dark Knight, right. you know. After rewatching Inception, I was like, wow, Christopher Nolan was something. But like we said during our episode of Inception, yeah, you could watch that. Clip. It was Christopher Nolan at the point here; he still was hungry. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, you made The Dark Knight at the time. Now, are you the man? Like, are you the? Are you our guy? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, go nuts! And it wasn't like. Like with Tenet, where like even you were like, eh, it's fine, and like everyone's kind of like, that's where they they lie. It was like, eh, it's, it's fine. It's a lukewarm movie because mm-hmm. now he's the man. This is where Christopher Nolan was being the man. Yeah, exactly. You were expecting. I was expecting something on par with Inception and Interstellar when you were watching The Witch. When I was, wa- oh no, sorry, when I was watching <laughs> Tenet. Okay. And what would you and... put Tenet on par with? Christopher Nolan movies. Batman no, movie. just, just oh. like any movie. Yeah. Like, oh. What would you compare it to? Like the nearest, like, count, like, nearest, like... Oh, like a movie that I could compare it to? Yeah. It's, like, kind of has the same vibes as, like, Looper, but, like... Oh, okay. But, like, kind of... That could be a matchup later in this, the, later in this uh, tournament. <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it might be, because I'm voting Christopher Nolan. Nice. Yeah. I would also the have White voted... House is one good movie. Yeah. Nolan's had plenty. I would have also voted for Christopher Nolan, so Christopher Nolan... Um, moves on. All right. And now this next matchup, uh, kind of earlier in our in a in a post production meet a post I mean a pre production meeting. Um, I I kind of replaced a competitor with another one because it was easier for the guys here to know the the movies this director made. So the the number two versus number seven matchup is Taika Waititi versus James Gunn. Nah. Mm. Uh. You know, your boy loves himself some Taika. You know, James Gunn, I'm going to be honest, I only know him for making the Guardian movies. Right. Um, And I know the Suicide Squad, it looks good, but it's not out yet. He's done such things as also Super and I think Slither. Super as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think if you, like, even just like, because, you know, uh, they both have made great comic book movies, Mm -hmm. I think. You know, even Taika Waititi um, doing Thor, Mm -hmm. um, Thor Ragnarok, was better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I think he did a a better job as a director um, for for that movie comparable to another movie in that franchise. Um, Well, not franchise, but, you know. In that genre. In the genre. Under the same umbrella of Marvel movies. Um, I think uh, Watiti was great, and I'm I'm also really looking forward to, you know, Love and and Thunder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Plus, what we do in the shadows is 
Uh, thank you, Brian, for getting yep, me, on, me on board with that movie. I, it too. seems to be kind of like... And like, the show is fantastic, too, but yeah. like that movie is... So good. So, 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 so good. So funny. Um, and, and I think it, it's kind of hard to measure up with somebody who has like com- like those comedic chops. Mm-hmm. And uh, James Gunn, he's he's really like entertaining with his his movies, but I feel like yeah. I feel like you you know you're watching a, a James like th- we will probably be bringing this up about a lot of like directors who have a feel. James mm-hmm. Gunn has a feel. If you do watch the Guardians movies, you do watch Super, you do watch Slither, like it's kind of this weird kind of almost like not like an exaggerated cartoon but a live action cartoon where everything's kind of out in front of you it's it's bright it's vibrant but if you look at taika and you look at the work he's done it is very it is very comedic and a lot of it is very bare bones Mm -hmm. so you could watch and be like i know he's in this but did he like how far like he Mm -hmm. he has he has a more wide-ranging Gill than maybe James Gunn does. James Gunn does action comedy horror very well. But Taika, if you look at some of his stuff, he does action comedy horror, drama, emotional stuff. Jojo he, Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Like that when you saw Scarlett Johansson's shoes oh. after she got hung, how hard did your fucking your heart drop into your stomach? Broke. I thought you were going to say something else, and I was going to say, "I'll tell <laughs> you know that also." No, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna if I'm if I'm looking at it, I say Guardians are, are great Marvel movies. Love and Th- I mean, Ragnarok's a great Marvel movie. But look past that, and you you say those cancel each other out. If at no. that point, what we do in the shadows, hunt for the wilder people, and Jojo Rabbit outweigh right. anything. Because you could say because of James stuff. Gunn's success with Guardians, Taika Waititi got Thor Ragnarok. Maybe, but that doesn't mean yeah. it's better than Thor. Ragnarok. Right. It, Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Like one thing led to another. Right, right. Like Marvel was like, okay, we could be a little bit more wacky. Yeah. 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 All right. So Taika. 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 Taika gets the three. What was the uh, What was the Marvel movie that uh, Edgar Wright was supposed to do? Ant Man. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. See that I feel like should have been like that. He should have gotten the freedom that I think uh, mm. Taika got. Well, that's the the problem is because Ant Man. When he when Edgar Wright was supposed to direct Ant Man, it was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So yeah. it was Marvel like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, uh uh, no, we're we're, keep, we're doing this box, yeah, we're yeah. having this box, right? Which gonna, you can't blame them. For. No, exactly. Like they want to make it safe, they want to make it easy, and now if they go like, hey Edgar Wright, you want to direct a movie, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I think the ship has sailed. But yeah, anyway. he, I don't think he's gonna do it. Yeah. Okay, our three versus six matchup. Yeah. Now this could be an interesting matchup because. These are two. One of them has directed a, a comic book movie. The other two have not. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know two, why I said oh, that okay, like that. Gotcha, gotcha. But it's the Coen Brothers yeah. versus James Mangold. Mm. This was a hot one. Yes, this is mm. a hotly debated one. This could be your quirky dad's favorite director or your not quirky dad's favorite director. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> depends on what my dad. My dad would prefer James Mangold for I, sure. If he saw. Ford vs. Ferrari was like, yeah, that's a good movie. Or if you saw Logan. Logan. Yeah. Or 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma. Yeah. And then you have the Coen brothers who did yep. Raising Arizona. Yep. Uh, Burn After Reading. Yep. The Hudsucker Proxy. True Grit. True Grit. Hail Everyone's. Caesar. It was just 420. Everyone's favorite stoner yeah. comedy. Big, big Libeski. 
Big, I was gonna, I was gonna try pulling out another name, but yeah, oh, Big, sorry, Lebowski. Big Lebowski. No, yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. fading with the, the No Country for name. Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah, that's their everyone's favorite stone of comedy. No <laughs> Country for Old Men. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, oh, How Fargo, funny would that have dude, been? Fargo. Yep. Yeah. Look, um, I think what, I think what we're what you gotta do. He did Bridge of Spies. No, I thought that was Spielberg. that was Spielberg. I thought that was Spielberg. Yeah. Um, I think what you have to do here is compare like movie to movie. Okay. Because they all have movies that I think I think they have movies that are kind of similar in vibes, mangled to to uh, to the Coen brothers. Right. Like for example, they both have a, a western remake. Yes. Yeah. So Three Tenths of Yuma paired that up against the Big Lebowski. Mm. Yeah. Right. The other um, western. See, remake. he gets he gets it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so Three Tenths of Yuma uh, compared it against True Grit. True Grit. True Grit. Yeah. Um, or the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Is that a western? That's a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's a western too. Um, and if, yeah, so if you do that, and Hail Caesar, I think is theirs. I, I kind of like. I kind of like, now that I think about it, I kind of like True Grit. Okay. Yeah. True Grit had a good cast. Yeah. You know, you got your Jeff Bridges, you got your Haley Steinfelds, Matt Damon's, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. That's an A plus cast. And but yeah. I mean. Three Ten to Yuma is Christian Bale, Russell yep. Crowe. Yep. Mm. Going back and forth. Good. A- I think good action in Three Ten to Yuma. I think it's what they get out of their actors too, because mm-hmm. you could definitely see like, if you look at Raising Arizona, and you look at the performance they got out of like Holly Hunter, and they got out of Nicolas Cage. Oscar John... winner Nicolas Cage. Relax. <laughs> you don't know anything about Nicolas Cage. Until... Have you seen Wicker Man yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. You gotta watch all those like his bullshit. Like I, oh no, yeah. I need no, to. I, I need to like pay back my taxes. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm totally down for a Nicolas Cage bump. I, just saying. Have fun with that. <laughs> you can do it on your own time. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. Fun fact, because we'll never get back on this topic again. But hopefully, uh, I found a podcast that just is about the National Treasure movies. It's so about those two. Movies. Those two movies. <laughs> how did? And I was like, podcast? how do you have more than like? Two episodes. episodes. Yeah. Like, like, how many maybe, episodes do they have? I, I didn't even check because I was just like, I'm gonna laugh at no matter what they did. But it's just like so funny because like they responded to me on Twitter. I was like, Are you guys only a podcast <laughs> that's like about Wait, natural treasure? How many followers do they have? Uh, like a couple thousand. I oh think. My God, what are they doing? That we're not doing right. <laughs> Talk about Nicolas Cage. Uh, we we don't really. Are they, do they only about. talking about that one fucking franchise? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm pretty sure. Good so. God, we've been we've been lied to. Maybe we're not focused enough. We have like, we've been putting our efforts into too many. Like, yeah, maybe we're putting our, like too many uh, too many cups. Mm. Like I could totally do a like a Nicolas Cage oriented podcast, mm-hmm. but like just for just National two Treasure, that he's done? I, I can't. And two do of that. his like most tame movies. Yeah, those are the Disney movies yeah. of Nicolas Cage. Like it's, you're not gonna get a Drive Angry. You're not gonna get a Ghost Rider. Right. Maybe they maybe they go into like the history. Like maybe it, like branches into United States history. Yeah, like why is he stealing this? Well, in 1776. Right, what are the stories that influenced like, yeah. that idea? All right, yeah. so far they have 18 episodes. How how do they wow. dance around the fact that his his ancestors probably owned slaves? Yeah, you know. All right. <laughs> Ooh, All right. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think. I don't think. No, Benjamin Gates' family. Where where where, where do they live? They they were all northern. They were all northern folks. What state? Washington and. No, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, mm. no. well, even the North, the North did have slaves, just yeah. not as long as <laughs> They kind of gave up on it after yeah. a while. <laughs> I would like to think that the 
family history of the Gates family. This fictional character in this fictional movie. <laughs> uh, didn't do anything questionable in today's turn. Today's day. Then police, let me just continue thinking that. Okay. I don't know anyone in today that hasn't done anything questionable by today's standards. Yeah. <laughs> Much less back then. Except right, for sorry. the Coen brothers and James Mangold. Yeah, yeah, Those so are two pretty good guys. always managed to toe the line. Going uh, back to them. Yes. Matt, what are you thinking? So, James Mangold... I mean, Walk the Line, good movie. 310 to Yuma, good movie. Mm. Ford vs. Ferrari, good movie. Mm. Logan. Logan. Mm. Logan. Fantastic movie. Excellent movie. But is but, it but better it, than the But it also has, one of, Matt's Mario, cheat, or has one of Matt's cheat codes. One or if not both of the Coen brothers, brothers are married to Francis McDormand. That's true. One that, of them is, or that, both of them are. I don't really yeah, know. That's true. That's a big for me. Yeah. That's big for me. Because mm-hmm. Francis McDormand is an acting goddess. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. On the other hand, mm. Hugh Jackman got super jacked and ripped for the Wolverine movies. And old for Logan. Yeah. It's yeah. two different... The old man dad strength. Yeah. Right? Daphne Keene was great. Was got a great yeah. performance mm-hmm. from a child actor. Yeah, that's but when it comes to Wolverine, like you really have to thank X-Men 3 for that. Mm. Three? Right, not two? No, three. X-Men not, three. Are you sure it's no, not two? No, you need to thank X-Men three right now on the podcast. See, these are these hot takes <laughs> that I got. This yeah. is why we bring my... Would you, would, okay, how about this? Would you like to thank the one X-Men movie that was directed by a sex pest, or the other X-Men movie that was directed by a sex pest? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, the, uh, X-Men's got a bad... The Singer movie's got a bad, uh, bad rap. This hurts. But X-2's good. Mm. X-2 is good. I don't like it. You don't like X two. I don't like any X Men movie. I know you, you. It's like a principle for you. Yeah. But uh, I'm very <laughs> very steadfast on that. Except Logan. I like Logan, but it's yeah. then again, it's not an X Men movie. Did you like like the Wolverine when he goes to Japan? I thought it was all right. It was all right. No, I don't think that there was a like. Did you like you liked First Class? No. You didn't like First Class. I hate Arguably, it. there has been no good X Men movie except for Logan. I like X2 and X1. I, th- I think they're both fun movies. I think if you go back and watch them now. I think if you rewatch it. Why would I do that you, to myself? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if you rewatch it. Hey, re-watch I think we could X- probably get it all done in one episode. You know what? <laughs> We're watching X2. If We're you, doing it. If you rewatch X-Men 1, you'd be like, this does not hold up. But if you watch X2, you'd be like, no, this is a fun movie. Look at them bringing in these, these, these current time, like, Themes. This guy liked The Phantom Menace, and he has consistently stayed on that path. And if he's saying one movie didn't hold up over the passage of time. <laughs> yeah, and that one movie is X-Men <laughs> 1. <laughs> yeah, 1. Fine. 1 came out in 2000. It was the first superhero movie. No. Okay. Well, you know, it's the, fir- it kind it's of- the first... It's the first... Marvel? No. It's the first attempt at a superhero team movie. Team, fine. Although, really, 94 wait, what was What was the first Marvel movie to come out? Like, Howard the Duck? That and doesn't count. Blade? No. Blade was before X Men? Yeah. It, it came out before the Matrix. No, it came out, I think, the same time as the Matrix. Oh, okay. 99. 99, 98, 99. So the Matrix and yeah. X Men was, what, 2000? Yeah. Also, Steel. We're not we're forgetting about Steel. I think it's okay. Shaquille O'Neal and Steel. I think that's okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Hugh Jackman's real steel. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, did you guys hear Vin Diesel's going to star in a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie? I did That know. is scary. <laughs> Why are they making movies like this? Regardless. I got to tell you the truth. I'm thinking, I'm starting to think James Mangold. Ooh. Coen Brothers. Okay. So I think Coen Brothers. Here we are. We're at the first. No Country for Old Men. You're right. I think the Coen yeah. Brothers have 
such more like a wide range of diversity. Yeah. And each one of their like movies six that white are people diverse, <laughs> yelling at no, each no, other no, there I, I, are I get really that. good. Yeah. That's a great point. They go, they, what do you think? I am going to agree with Mikey. For our first time, <laughs> I am going to agree with Mike. Coen Brothers Advance. Coen Brothers Advance. I mean, we sat and watched uh, Burn After Reading and just gushed over how like funny, how yeah. tight of a story it was, Very how tight. everything worked well, and, you Francis know, McDormand. Francis McDormand, fantastic. Yep. Okay, our last matchup in this division. So we're going to do... We're still in the first division. We're still in the first division. You guys wanted to just do one. <laughs> we'll speed it up. Okay. So, we have Greta Gerwig, a perennial Oscar contender, mm-hmm. except for this year. She didn't have a movie out this year, but she did, like, Little Women, uh, Lady Bird, mm-hmm. and other shit. I think those are the only two movies. And then going up against Kathy Yan, the director of Birds of Prey. Listen, I've only seen one Greta Gerwig movie. And you've only seen one Kathy Yan movie. I've only seen one Kathy Yan movie. Yeah. If I had to watch them again, I'd rather watch Birds of Prey than Lady Bird. Mm. Lady Bird did not do. I mean, I'm sure I'm for not a man who hates it. birds. You sure do watch a lot of bird movies. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what do you think about Birdman? I love Birdman. Birdman was really good. Uh, I I, you know, I know I'm not the target demographic for Lady Bird, but or Birds of Prey really. Well, it's a superhero movie, yeah. so. That's all, that's all I need. And about women, so Matt is the de facto. I do like women. Nerdy. I think we are. I, can th- I think we can all say here that we're all feminists, and we all yes. want to yeah. champion fleshy women. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. are the we are the inventors of the fleshy woman hashtag. I, but I'm willing to say Lady Bird was less fleshed out than even Harley Quinn. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I feel like she didn't have much growth outside of like learning to tolerate her mother. I feel like their relationship did not improve that much throughout. And all and like most of the movie was just her complaining and yelling in at her mom in like the changing room of a Macy's. So I'm gonna go with Birds of Prey because I think that the while the action wasn't the best choreographed, it was still fun to watch. Ewan McGregor was entertaining, you know. And uh, Journey Journey Smollett is in it. Journey Smollett, who I enjoyed since Roll Bounce, and uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed since Full House. Rosie Perez should never be in an action movie ever again. <laughs> oh no! But uh. Who's she was the uh, Renee Montoya. Yeah. In, she's also in was Do she, the Right Thing. Was she, in, uh, was she was in Pineapple Express. Da- oh, that's yes. what, that's who what I was. Okay. This Dale Denton. Yeah. <laughs> who is this guy? Yeah. Um, Huntress was she, is really Mary cool. Elizabeth she, Winstead. I, she I really like man, Mary no, White boys can't jump. White men can't jump. Yes. White men can't jump. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I really wish there was. She had more uh, to do, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead was great in this. I'm gonna go with Birds of Prey. I will, I will go with Kathy Ann as well. Okay. I, I, for, for the full agreeance of um, Lady Bird just doesn't tickle my fancy. Didn't do it for you. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Goodbye, Greta. Better luck at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the consolation prize. The, the consolation prize is being an acclaimed director at the age of like 27. Yeah, she'll, she'll figure it out. You'll bounce yeah. back, kid. Yeah. <laughs> You'll bounce back. <laughs> Sometimes... <laughs> So that will complete our, our third division. Yep. So all the winners, again, once again, are Christopher Nolan, Taika Waititi, the Coen brothers, and Kathy Ann. I'm happy with that. That's So that will set up a Christopher Nolan, Kathy Ann matchup. Yikes. A Taika Waititi, Coen brothers matchup. Ooh. So that's... Oh, no. That's round two. Oh, no. Now, we Four. have... 
four. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it. So four, obviously, that's our James Wan division. Mm. Wan division. Wan division. <laughs> I can use the tags now. Yep. <laughs> um. Here we go. Uh, our one through eight, our one versus eight matchup is James Wan versus his buddy Lee Winnell, who directed. Mm. Uh, Upgrade, some may say the real Venom movie, sure. and The Invisible Man. Which was pretty good. Which was pretty good. Yeah. Against James Wan, who's done The Conjuring, the he did an Insidious movie, I think. I think the first one. Uh, he's done The Saw. He did, yep. He, well, they him did and Lee, together. He did that together. Uh, he's done Aquaman. That's he's right. not going to be doing The Reef anymore, boo-hoo. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> or The Trench. The Trench. The Trench. That's the what Trench. Was. So, guys, Who? I'm going to say... I have yet to see Invisible Man. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. I have yet... It's quite good. intense movie. I thought that it was like a thriller, and it's not a thriller. But then again, I also didn't see The Conjuring until you you showed me The Conjuring, and I thought that was... And you know where I stand... Pretty, it was a good it's pretty good. Movie. It's a pretty good horror movie. Yeah. yeah, and we don't uh, we don't usually say that about horror. I movies. don't speak in hyperbole a lot because <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, I I like, uh, okay, so I like the Invisible Man and I and I like the Upgrade, but I think I enjoy James Wan's movies more. Mm. I think mm. he's done a, I think his what he's, he's done wonderful? for the con, for con, I think is wonderful. Yeah. I think what he's done with the Conjuring and Insidious actually changed the landscape of horror. Okay. You know, and it's Saw too, but I can't give him credit, uh, full credit for Saw because they did that one together. And it took off to a whole new right. World. And, and I would say that changed horror in a, in a bad way. Yeah. It <laughs> started off psycholo- like a psychological, like, I think gory thing, and they just took the gore. The fact that he was able to kind of, with Saw, kind of spark the whole like gore porn mm-hmm. uh, aspect of horror mm-hmm. and then be like nah it's not me chief and then go to the uh, actual like demon things with the conjuring and the insidious stuff to be like this different kind of horror is my jam yeah. also I'm, I'm gonna say James Wan mm-hmm. and one of the things because again I'm not a big horror guy right but I've seen Saw I know that that was great and I know that he's done a very good job in the like grand scheme of horror movies, like you said, have you seen Insidious in the Conjuring? I think he also did a Fast and Furious movie. No. Yes. So this. He has. So he this has. is what. So this was going to be my point. Yeah. Okay. He deserves to win this matchup specifically for his work on Fast and Furious Seven, Seven. which which is the movie it's a tough one, which is the movie where uh, Brian O'Connor, um, you know, moves on. Right. And the splitting roads. You about to cry? But what's more impressive <laughs> is that. When you go into the movie knowing that uh, Paul Walker Paul Walker dies and they used re- died they, in real life, they used his brothers as stand-in. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that, oh. they hit on so many <laughs> points where Brian O'Connor almost dies, yeah. and you're like, "Is this it? Is oh, yeah. this it?" And Wait. it teases you like four or five times. Didn't, and it's like, didn't we see? Die. Didn't we see that? Me and you see the movie together. And we're both like sitting there, like. Wait a minute, is this yeah, it? Yeah, no, like, like, like when he's hanging on to like, like the, the back the of bus? the spoiler yeah, or, the, oh, or the, yeah, the bus, yeah, yeah, yeah. that too, the bus, and it's just like, oh my god, this, this is how Brian O'Connor's gonna die, <laughs> and he <laughs> survives the whole, movie. and he survives the whole movie just to drive off into the distance, which was a great scene. But he left his wife and kid at the he beach. Totally left his wife and kid. Isn't that, is that also the movie where, um, where Letty goes? How did you know? The car would break my fall. That was, that was five. six. That was six. 
No, that was five. She wasn't in five. She was not in five. She wasn't? She was still dead. Where's the one where they faced the Bizarro crew? That's six. Okay, so, so it, was it was six. six. Yeah. Okay, so it was six. Yeah. So seven was... Um, that was when Dom said Jason, that. Oh, Jason Statham. Right. That where, was where he, Where he... Like, you know what the difference between you and me yeah. is? Is the streets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, he, the streets and he punched a... Ah, uh, I gotta take points away for Juan for that one. <laughs> I gotta take points away for that one. So they fight with, like, like crowbars. Crow- ah. Yeah, Statham has, like, bits of metal and... Dom has like two gigantic wrenches. Yeah, get out of here, bro. But but no, nah, I'll give it to James, to James Wan for that. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, James Wan. Wan moves on again. Wan hey. moves on. I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie <laughs> up until that scene. Me and Brian were like, "Oh my god, this is it!" Just sit god. back, disgusted. This is it. Okay, so our next matchup, our two, our two versus seven matchup. Okay, is maybe a sci-fi matchup because we got Dennis Villanueva. Okay. Director of Blade Runner 2049, Arrival, the upcoming Dune. Dune, Prisoners. He's done a lot of good stuff. And Sicario, stuff. hasn't he? And Sicario. Yeah. Against Alex Garland. Oh. Alex Garland got my vote. Well, Alex Garland. I guess, okay, if you don't know, he directed uh, Annihilation. Annihilation. He directed Ex, Ex Machina. Machina. Yeah. And he also directed, he actually really directed Dread. Yes. Yeah, yes. and Dread's great. Did he do 28 Days Later? No. He did not. Okay. 28 Days Later is Danny Boyle. It is Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyle was in the tournament before, too, wasn't he? He was, last year. Yeah. I had to make some cuts. No, that's yeah, okay. so, so I mean, two years ago, because we put it on post. He hasn't done anything year. since then, so... Danny Boyle? Right. Since 28 Days Later? No, he's done since 28 Days Later. Yeah, he's since, done... Since the last time he was in the tournament. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay. wait a minute, he's done a lot in the last 20 years. <laughs> wait, who did uh, Arrival? Dennis Villanueva. Yep. Denny Villanueva. I love Arrival. He did, Arrival. He did do Arrival. I love oh, Arrival. Shit, I do too. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. All right. Oh, no, so you got so you got to do it like this. So all right. So obviously your your future cop. So you do Dread versus Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Dread. Dread. Okay. And now you do your Arrival ca- versus Annihilation. Arrival versus Annihilation. That's hard. That's tough. That's hard. That's I'm really gonna go. Tough. High concept, female lead. female lead. I'm gonna go arrival. I think they did a better job with uh, the concept of like language and time and yeah. how. And I think they just did a tighter job. Uh, so that's so and the also, effect on the that's protagonist. So, that's so also Marvel Disney Plus character male co-star, Hawkeye and Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. It's gonna be Moon Knight. Yeah. Isaac. Um, okay. So not how I would have joined the two movies, but <laughs> so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to keep it for the you know Joe six pack and Polly popcorn right. tuning in. <laughs> so what I so what I love about like this matchup yeah. of Annihilation versus Arrival is like right. Annihilation has like so much cool things going on with like genetics yeah. and and evolution, evolution and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. While as you said, the language aspect oh. of Arrival is just like. There's just so like who would have ever thought that language could be such a like such a powerful mm-hmm. theme of a the, movie. The person who That's said not... the pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, true. Probably he probably called. He it. probably was true. like, yeah. I, I, I got that one. Steve Pensman. That's yeah. his name. Which is actually, I guess, that is the theme that the pen is mightier than the sword. It's because one of them. The yeah. war aspect. All right. Right. <sighs> but then here's another thing though about Arrival. When you realize at the end. It's a time travel. It's here. about time travel. No, I know, I you know? know. And you realize Arrival. that her daughter didn't die. She wasn't born yet. Ba-bam. Oh my god. Yeah, but and Jeremy Renner did die though. Yeah. Yeah, but 
But Ex Machina. But Ex Machina versus another movie that is Sicario? No. No. Uh, if it's, it's against it Sicario, been... Sicario loses. Yeah. Uh, Ex against... Machina is is by far one of my favorite movies of all time. So how do you do this? Uh, very easily, Alex Garland. That pushes you to Garland. I mean, Arrival is better than. Uh, Annihilation, Annihilation, but that doesn't mean that Annihilation did you guys also ever see, isn't a fantastic Did you guys ever see Enemy with Jake right. Gyllenhaal? No. I didn't. Where I he plays a, two guys. It's a Denny, right? Yeah, it's a Denny movie. Uh, I, I, I'm, Ex, I, okay. I, I think Ex Machina was the first movie that I saw in a theater by myself. Literally, I was the only person in the movie theater. Wow. Um, I saw it, like, when I was working at the Towers, I, like, had the day off, and it was, like, 1 o'clock, and I was like, yeah, let's go see this. Okay. And I genuinely just appreciated every second of that movie. I think I forgot to breathe in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah, I'm no, there was a lot good. of tense moments where oh, me and you said to me afterwards, and I was like, "Dude, I felt the same exact way." It I think I like, saw it, and I was like, "Dude, you should see this real quick." Yeah. And then you're like, "All right, I got a day." Yeah, yeah. and I was which completely. It seems away. I I hate to be the guy to always pat myself on the back, but when I it, it the current trend I'm noticing is like if I say, "Hey." Maybe you should check this movie out. Mm-hmm. You guys seem to enjoy it. It becomes our favorite movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is really annoying because there are so many times where I'm like, hey, you guys should try out this movie. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And then like never watches it. And I'm Lord like, of the Rings. <laughs> I'm so I glad that finally fucking happened. I did, I did. After the first five years, it was more of a joke than yeah, <laughs> was it was anything meme, else. It, it was more for the memes. That's what... All right. So if this is hard. Thank you. I'm going to go. As much as I love Arrival. Good choice. Nah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Denny. I'm gonna go with Denny. So that puts the ball firmly in my hands, because I saw I think I saw a rival with you. Yes. Um, you did. I've Who did you yet see Blade Runner with. <laughs> I saw Blade Runner by myself. That sucks. Because nobody else wants to go with me. Understand? I think I was away. Otherwise, I would I would have gone with you. Yeah. Um, I have yet to see Annihilation. Oh, I'm, never dude. mind. I'll go Garland. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. dude, like, it's that good of a movie. I'll go Garland. <laughs> Wait, you don't know what I was going to okay, say. Okay, sorry, I don't know what you were going to say. But like I, like I told Mikey, and like I said just a little while ago, watching Ex Machina, I literally forgot to breathe at a point, because yeah. I was like, it's so fucking tense. Asthma cut off you. Right? But when I saw Arrival... I bought in immediately. Yeah. And it takes a, a, especially with sci-fi, especially that high concept sci-fi where it's not like, oh, Sharknado, it's stupid. <laughs> For me to buy in right away, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, like I got it. You have to buy in before you turn it on. It's really. like, like, you have to buy in before you hit play. Yeah. But like, with Arrival, when I sat down and I, I, I'm kind of trying to piece together in my mind that like, the opening scene with like Amy Adams kind of getting the assignment, mm-hmm. I was like, I am... 1,000% in on this. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick Alex Garland because Dread fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dread fucking rules. Dread fucking rules. Dread, dread. <laughs> I, have to re-watch, I have to rewatch it, but I think that's in my... In my dread like, fucking slaps so hard. You know, Carl Urban. In my quest of watching like kung fu movies, I think... Slaps I'm harder than a stone samurai, dread. I'll tell you. Raid and Dread, same movie. But, Brian... I think me and Matt can team up together and say you should 100% watch Annihilation. I have the DVD. No, I know. You should watch it. <laughs> I own like, it. Even what? tonight. Like, you should watch it tonight. All right. It's it's a fucking amazing movie. It's well, spicy. All right. It's a bit spicy. It's a little spicy. Okay, so Alex Garland does move on. Yeah. Ooh. 
Actually, that's a good matchup. Don't uh, look ahead yet. Well, it's, I mean, the two matchups I have now, it's a seven seed and the one seed, and if you remember, it's the highest versus the lowest. <laughs> I don't remember what even number we're up to right now. Yeah. So. We're up to the number three matchup, okay. which I have altered. Oh. oh. I have changed it up. So originally, it was Bong Ho Joe. Right. Bo- oh, sorry. Bong Ho, yeah. Sounds Bong, like you're saying it wrong. Bong Joe Hu. Okay. <laughs> director of Parasite and, and Snowpiercer. Right. Against the Russo brothers. But yeah. I've now changed that oh. to Jordan Peele. Oh, okay. Against two. Against Bong Joe Hu. I'm going to... I have fucked that name up I'm so... I'm going to go... So you got Snowpiercer. You got Parasite. Uh, and other things. Uh, against... Uh, Against Get Out. Get Out, and this is us, and this is and I would be remiss to like. You also have to include Key and Peele. Yes, and Key and Peele. I think you have to include Key and Peele. But do you consider them more of Jordan Peele's writing prowess compared to his directing prowess? Yeah, I mean, because there's a difference. Because you could have a great writer. Your hand in directing. I don't know how. I don't. I'm not going to look into how many fucking skits he directed. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Because if he did, like, look, there are a lot of skits in Key and Peele that are fucking fantastic. Okay. One of my favorite skits is the yeah. the text context skits, mm. where it's like, he sends a text like, oh, I'll meet you at the bar. Oh, yeah. I'll meet you. And then <laughs> so, he comes with a bat with nails. Yeah. <laughs> Neil goes like, hey. I think what you could do here is you can match up, like, because there's two of the widely known movies you could go face, like, head-to-head with. Mm. You're going to say face-off with. I was going to say face-off with. Um, but you can do Parasite versus Get Out, yeah. which are the two best movies, yeah. arguably, mm-hmm. a- against Snowpiercer and Us. Us. I think that's... What, I was thinking the same thing. And... Uh, Snowpiercer's way better than Us. I think so. I enjoy Snowpiercer more. Okay. So go to that yeah, heavyweight thought, fight now. Yeah. Go to that heavyweight fight. I kind of yeah. I kind of like Get Out more. I, I also like Get Out more. <laughs> so yeah. here's the thing. You have now tied in the same... Because you have one for, for Bong, right. one, and then one for Jordan. Well, I think Get Out is more culturally relevant for us. Okay. Than and as like Americans, than uh, than Parasite and, and Snowpiercer. Boy, then again, Snowpiercer does have its own univer- show. Though. Parasite is universal. Yeah, class and wealth is universal. It's and true. also, not only that, like I'm also trying not to like downplay the the fright of the the black community with the white community. No, I mean, that's I, I, real I'm not, yeah, as yeah, well. No, yeah, I didn't uh, take that from. Yeah, it. I just meant like. But it's no it fucking Todd Phillips Joker. Yeah. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. So like. When it boils down to that, the fact that, like, even for a movie that is, like, that foreign to us, like, I'm doing air quotes, like, for us to still be as invested in that movie is, speaks speaks to it, it, speaks on its own. And again, us is, I mean, I remember when we saw us, there was a period where, like, everybody in the group chat, like, went out, we saw it together. Then like okay. we all went separately and saw it again, and then we're just constantly get like, out or get, out. "Get out!" Sorry, yeah. get but out. here's the thing. Okay, so now you 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 have your positive from each director. You have your Snowpiercer and you have your Get Out. Now, put them against each other, because okay. you're you're still looking at it as Get Out versus Parasite. But we already know. Get but out. you already know Get yeah. Out is your favorite of those two. Now between uh, Get Out and Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, what is or what do you think is the better movie? Now, technically, I think Snowpiercer, with what it is, where it's at, how it's done, where it's shot, when and you once you notice the motion yeah. of the camera, 
is technically brilliant, while Get Out, story-wise, acting-wise, emotionally, and just the the, the comedy and the horror, and then like the kind of the realizing what's going on is also kind of brilliant. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna go Get Out. I'm gonna go Peel. You know what? I I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I switched this up. Yeah. No. Because yeah. it's much more interesting. Much more interesting. Yeah. So Get Out. I do feel bad for our next. <laughs> that has to go against the Russo brothers. <laughs> get out because it's going to be a slaughter. Get out is definitely the, I think the best movie out of, of the, the four, four of them. That we're talking, mm. about. but I think that it's so close to Parasite and Snowpiercer. Okay, is way better than us. That I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, oh, oh, Bung Joe Ho. Bung Joe Ho. Bung Joe. I, I don't think that's right either. I think it's Bong Joo Ho. Yeah, that's. Yeah, right. I apologize. I'm not. I like. I'm not looking at his name on my okay. phone or anything like that. So, well, then that so that's one and one. I think that's a great point. It is a good yeah, point. Yeah. I think we've. I think we've raised a lot of great points on yeah. this. Um, also, we're like 48 minutes in. I know. So <laughs> it's all right. It's gonna be a little. Gonna be more than one years. episode. So I'm taking longer this time. <laughs> with, like, like I said, like I do agree. I. I, like I said, with Snowpiercer, I think it's technically brilliant. With Parasite, and, and, and uh, I think Us is kind of the weakest okay. entry mm-hmm. because it was so much of a... I don't know if it, if it was on purpose, but it did feel like a lot like, maybe they're not getting what I'm trying to put down here. Because mm. then it's like, well, if this is happening, why? Like, there's so many things that like you have a lot to answer for. There, yeah, there are a few problems. But Get Out is so... Small in, small in the world, small in the universe that it's in. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this is it. Like there's no underground. You only have to know why this house is doing. Right. It. Yeah. You only yeah. know why these people are bad. But this is going on. What's up with this guy? Mm-hmm. You have to like the characters. Yeah. And I think Chris and Get Out is the most likable one of them all. Yeah. Also, congratulations, Daniel Kaluuya, on your constant success throughout this entire yeah. award season. Oh, yeah, amazing. I think what the Academy did was super fucked up to you guys. Always. With the, you know what they did, right? Yeah. With the they put Lakeith Stainfield yeah. and Daniel Kaluuya in the best supporting actor. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they which, were both leads. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, Kaluuya is the supporting actor. He's always been, but they did. So they shot down Lakeith. Lakeith. Le- yeah. Warner Brothers has been campaigning Lakeith as a leading. Man. Right. So. They did it. They fucked it up. I feel like that's gonna that might split the vote. For the yeah, Academy. It has to. It has mm-hmm. to. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah is fantastic if you guys get a chance. I have to, I have to watch it's, it. I haven't got a chance to watch it's, it. It's deep. Um, What's it on, Brian? Oh, it's on HBO Max. There it is. Yeah. I don't know if it's still, I don't know if it, if it ran out. Because oh. they, they do that with a lot of the WB yeah, releases yeah, where yeah. it will run out. But if it's still there, I do recommend you watching it. Mm-hmm. But back to the matchup, I will have to say. I gotta give it to I gotta give it to uh, Jordan Peele. Oh, hmm. I want to see more out of both of them, obviously. And I think, as much as I as much as I liked Parasite, I liked Get Out much more. Mm. And that's it. And to be fair, Bong Joon Ho does have more movies. We just haven't seen. Them. Yeah, we just haven't seen. Them. <laughs> we just haven't seen. Them. I'm sorry. And anyway. I, mean, I mean, Jordan Peele also. The, the Twilight series, uh, Twilight, the Twilight Zone. Zone series, not the Twilight series. <laughs> wow, um, but yeah, you know, again, I think Get Out was a phenomenal movie. I remember 
for like three weeks after we saw that movie, we were still texting the group chat like, "Oh my god!" And this and the, the way she yeah, she yeah. drinks the milk separate from the cereal, right, like right, right. like there were like so many things that after you watch it three or four times, you're like, "Holy shit! I never realized this." Yep. Or like you didn't realize. I that. still think my theory is the best that has never been brought up, but hey, where Allison Williams, because she separates the 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 Fruit Loops from the milk. Mm-hmm. That she is so against the the touching of colors to, to white is that every time she says to Chris that I love you, he stops and thinks that they had sex, and like she hypnotized, she hypnotized him too mm-hmm. to think that they were physical before, but she's never like been physical with them. Because every time they've gotten close, she's always said I love you. But that is what normal and then people cha- do, also. But it also it changed. Is, like know? he was, he I think at the end it, it's more at the end where. He was choking her, and she said, "I love you," and he stopped. Oh yeah, okay. and I was like, "Whoa, you just saw this guy! Like you just ran through this girl's whole family with like deer right. antlers and shit." But the thing is, he loved her. Did he though? I mean, did he though? Up until that moment. That's the theory. <laughs> okay. Okay, so now our next matchup, our final matchup of the fourth division of the Wand Division, mm-hmm. is now Chloe Zhao, director of Nomadland, against the Russo brothers. Now, I asked you two to watch. Nomadland, and I can uh, see by the looks on your face, you did not. <laughs> Why did you blow my spot? I have... Because it was going to happen. <laughs> I um, mean, here's what I'm gonna it say. took you three months to watch Sound of Metal. So, I mean... <laughs> what, what I'll say is, Nomadland could have been the next Get Out. No, it wouldn't have. And I would still give it to the... So right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, none on, uh, none on that director... Chloe, Chloe, yeah, but um, Nomadland could have been the next Pulp Fiction, and I would have given it to the Russo brothers. It could have been the no Godfather. Man, it could have right. been Nomadland could have been the Infinity, next Infinity War. It and could I have given been it to the Russo it brothers. Could have been <laughs> Francis McDormand picks up a dirty hammer. <laughs> it, it could have been Infinity War times three, and I'd still say the Russo the, brothers. The, the Russo brothers. Okay. You can't like you just can't compare, and that. You're right. That was unfair, the, right. of a, of a matchup with. Did that you switch. guys even watch the trailer? Yes. Yes, I did. What did you think of the trailer? I'm interested to watch it. Yeah, okay. I just need to wait and for me to be in the mindset of watching a, a sailed old lady sit yeah. take a shit in a van. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. The trailer didn't sell me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I fully. I watched it because you recommended it. Yes, but uh... yes. also it like the thing is a lot of people put. A, I think a lot of people have been putting a lot of their own stuff on it like, it is a good movie a lot of people are saying like oh you know makes you take a look at like that oh wait uh financial crisis that we had mm. because she did technically lose her house and her town to it but that is like a two second thing in the whole grand scheme yeah. of it okay. but like but like as great as that is like the modern war zone episode of community like, we get it. The, the matchup's over. Yeah. The division's cl- division's close. She's already dead. <laughs> so now our for the round two our round two matchups, yeah. which will oh probably God. go we'll a lot faster. The first round. It's all right. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll burn these out quick. Okay. Yeah. All right. So That's our the matchup will be James Wan versus Alex Garland. Mm. The Russo brothers versus Jordan Peele. That may have been no. That wasn't even a thing. Yep. Jordan Peele versus the Russo brothers. Mm. Weird. Mm. <laughs> Who would have saw that coming? Yeah. Are we going? Are we doing that right now? No, no. Really we still oh, have two okay. more divisions to go. Okay. I just wanted to division one next. Division one. This okay. is our Guillermo del Toro division. <laughs> now, this should be a fun matchup. It's Guillermo del Toro, number one seed, against Sam Raimi, number eight seed. <gasps> Sam Raimi's coming back with Doctor Strange two. 
He directed yeah. Ar- the the Evil Dead trilogy, the Spider Man trilogy, the Dark, the, I think all the Dark Mans, um, which is a, like a weird comic book movie, mm-hmm. not a thing, not a, yeah. But he also directed Oz, The Great and Powerful, Drag Me to Hell, and uh, yeah. So he directed the Spider Man trilogy and Evil Dead are the main two that stand out to me. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Guillermo del Toro, oh, Guillermo del Toro did perfect. Hellboy. Right. The Hellboy, two of the Hellboys. He's done uh, Sex with a Fish. He's yes. done Creepy House on a Mountain. Did he do Giant Robots Fighting? He did do Giant Robots Fighting. Yeah. Uh, and he did some. And he did Blade Two, which slaps. Blade Two, hot. It's hot. Yeah. Hotter than the kitchen sink. Nah, yeah. I mean, if it's the hot water, is I mean, if you put a lot of hot water in there, or a hot pot. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I know, I think I'm thinking, I love Spider-Man 2. Mm. I love, uh, Army of Darkness mm. and Evil Dead 2. I love Spider-Man 1. Mm. How do you feel about Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn? I like Evil Dead 2. It's good. It's yeah. fun. Have you seen Evil Dead 2? Yeah. It's good. Long time ago. I like, I like Evil ago. Dead 2. It's fun. But, I, I like, huh, now that I think about it. How much Guillermo del Toro do you actually like? Yeah, and how much do I'm just like... Oh, this is, this is, is quirky is it, and weird. Is it because it's Guillermo del Toro, because you like him, compared to his movies? I think I like his, his aesthetic okay. more than I like his movies. I like his grotesque uh, creatures. You know, I like his humanization of monsters. I like his design. His, I like his the, Ron Perlman of it all. Yeah, like I like the look of Hellboy. Is it as good as any of the Spider-Man movies? It's just better than Spider-Man Three. Mm. You know, I Hellboy One. <laughs> Hellboy One's better than I, Spider-Man. That's 3. what I mean. I, I have to be honest. Hellboy One. We were going to do it on the show mm-hmm. maybe a year or so ago. It's good. I fell asleep in the middle of it. There you go. Wow. And I watched it in the middle of the day. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I so mean, I like Pacific Rim, but it's not one of those. It's like it's a blockbuster. It's not like something that's like. Godzilla vs. Kong came out. So, Pacific right. Rim's now irrelevant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? I feel, I feel like stress, Pac- Pacific Rim is. <laughs> it's like, yes, monsters fighting robots. Fucking awesome. Yes, and it is. Anybody could have done that. True. What is what is so Guillermo del Toro about? Correct. It? Correct. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the movie that probably has the least GDT touch. But I also right. feel like the same thing with Blade Two. Okay. Like Blade Two, I think Blade could have been really directed good. by the director from Blade One. And I don't know. Just as good. No, I don't think so. I don't know about that. I don't think. I think because so. also think Blade Two the is vampires whose mouths open yeah. three ways, or like you know they open. That's a GDT. That's a uh, thing. That's a GDT vibe. He had Donnie Yen in there. Yeah. That's Snowball. Snowball. Yes. Snowman. Snowman. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're made of, a, they're made of each other. Apparently, snowmen are made of snowballs. That's a great point. Mm. That's a fantastic They don't have snowballs in their snowball. I stand corrected. Um, <laughs> it's got Ron Perlman as well. It's got Ron Perlman. He's like getting Ron sliced in half long ways. I haven't seen so Why are you spoiling it? Ooh, but you haven't sorry. seen Blade 2? And you're out here talking shit? Of course he's the, the club scene? The club scene. Every Blade's got a sweet Was it better than the club scene from The Matrix? Yes. Uh, what club scene? From, from which Matrix? The first one. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think... When uh, he follows Trinity around for five minutes? Like, yes. <laughs> what? What did you say? You're the right uh, rabbit? Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. Um, so, this is a kind of topic. Wesley Snipes right? in the middle of a fucking vampire raid says, yeah. You motherfuckers don't know who you're yeah. messing with. <laughs> 
Motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up there. Motherfuckers always. But that's uh, not. That's that, Blade One. That's right? Blade One. But um, here's the thing. Mm. I think I like Guillermo del Toro's least celebrated movies <laughs> more than I like his most celebrated movies. And um, but Spider Man Three for me dropped the ball. But did it ruin it for Sam Raimi though? Well, no. Oh. Because Sam Raimi, because I because people still talk about Spider Man One and Two as being right. amazing. As we did. On our own show. Yeah. Yeah. We talked um, about it. If you guys go back, you can take a look at it. Yes, right. Take a look and a listen. Shape of Water, it won an Oscar, but was it really that deep? Or was it handicapable girl has sex with a fish? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it? Not yet. I still I own the DVD again, but I haven't I haven't watched it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm kind of leaning the other way. All right. Where are you going? I think I'm going to go with Sam Raimi. Whoa! Wow! First round knockout! Guillermo, these last four years have been a lot of fun. Yeah. You made it to the final four, you made it to the, the final round last year against Quentin Tarantino, and unfortunately, that was your height. Mm. You are now gone forever. Ooh. Bye bye. Wow. See ya. I feel bad for him. See ya never, loser. Now he's going to have to settle for his Oscar. And his millions of dollars. <laughs> and his house, which he opens up to the public where people can walk around and look at all his kooky uh, monster shit. He cool. does seem like a really cool guy. Yeah. I mean, he. I, I, I'm joking about that, but I, I think Sam Raimi is... It, it, yeah, okay. So now, our number two matchup, our two versus seven matchup, is Spike Lee mm. versus Martin McDonough. If you don't know Mike, Martin McDonough, he directed Seven Psychopaths in Bruges, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, I love all three of those movies. And Three Billboards has who? Franny Mac. Franny Francis McDormand. Uh, starring alongside, apart from... Mm-hmm. No, I was asking to remind you. Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell, who's also a tremendous actor. He does play a racist very well. <laughs> a reformed racist. A reformed racist, yeah. I'm sorry. Very well. Um, but on the other hand, Spike Lee has, has just been a pillar in the film community for decades. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, shit, man. Like, the fact that he could put out Black Klansman in 2018, and it's still, you know, he still got it. Right. You know what I mean? Um, He's tried to stand at different things. He did an old boy. He did an Inside Man. great. Inside Man was pretty good. But then you look at, like, Do the Right Thing. You look at, mm-hmm. you know... Malcolm X. Malcolm X. You look at He Got Game. You look at, you he know... Got game. I think She Hate Me introduced the world to Anthony Mackie, really. Oh, cool. Yeah. I thought that was Eight Mile that introduced us to Anthony Well, I didn't Mackie. see Eight Mile, but oh, I mean, like. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> That's tough. I think because of him being such a predominant director over the course of, like, decades, I think I'd have to go with Spike Lee. Yeah, I think he's just, as much as I love Martin McDonough's three movies, mm-hmm. uh, Spike Lee has, has, has done more movies that have had huge impacts on our culture over a longer period of time. If I ask anybody, oh, you've seen Three Billboards? They haven't. But if you ask him if, if you saw Do the Right Thing. Of course. I saw Do the Right Thing in a film class. Oh, cool. Where the, the, the teacher was like, watch how he breaks this stuff. Like, he broke down what Spike Lee does in a movie, like in the... Uh, in the pizza shop scene where uh, Sal beats the shit out of Radio Rahim's radio, uh-huh. he's like, "Watch how tense this scene gets, mm. and how you'll feel in the and you'll feel it kind of close in on you." I was like, "Well, that's pretty good it filmmaking." Shows you the techniques of how he makes that happen. Yeah, 
Like, that's good fucking film. It's like, this is like his first fucking movie, too, and he knew what to do. He knew what to do. And the only thing he did was he played off the heat of the, the heat wave they're going through mm-hmm. and the rising tensions of the community. Yeah. And, like, look at it go. That's, that's pretty fucking... But Frances McDormand built those three billboards. Yeah. Yeah. She was so damn good. So Spike... But also, is that a fantastic movie, or is her and Sam Rockwell just so damn good in it? It was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a yeah. Woody well, Harrelson because okay. we, we we do say about uh, Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell, but Woody Harrelson in the first half of that movie yes. was amazing. Yes, that's true. And I don't use that word a lot, Woody Especially Harrelson. Especially not in Jaws and but, yeah. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't say that a lot, but he is he was very good and very sympathetic. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that movie yet, Mikey. Uh, no, I have not. So I won't tell you. Was that a movie you. that I actually told you to watch? You told me about it. That's, and that's I was rare. like, I am so happy you brought this up. Yeah. Because I was <laughs> super thrilled when we talked it about it. It's so rare that's, that I have a movie that, that I give to Brian. So let's go with Spike Lee. Spike Lee All moves right. on. Oh. A Spike and Sam matchup in the next the next go-around. Yeah, Spike and Sam. Okay, so our third and our sixth matchup is Ryan Coogler versus Lulu Wang. I believe Lulu Wang did the farewell. Mm. Ryan Coogler did Black Panther, Creed. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ryan Coogler. Okay. Because I love Creed. I I mean for for time constraints and unfortunately I'm sorry, uh, Lulu Wang, your movie was very sad and very (laughs) good. Uh, But Ryan Coogler. I would go Ryan. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, And then our last matchup, which could be a fun matchup, Ari Aster, director of such uh, coffee house horror movies as Hereditary and Midsummer. Uh, movie, just a lot of movies of staring at a thing mm-hmm. and watching out for a, a telephone pole. Lots of old naked people. Lots of lots of old naked people yeah. against Patty Jenkins, who mm. may have lost a couple of miles off her fastball. Yeah, <laughs> with a little free reign. One hundred and five down to like eighty-six to <laughs> eighty-four. Really, <laughs> I remember thinking like eighty-four. That was a good yeah. one. Nice. Thank you. Really I'm really bouncing back in this later half of the show. I remember thinking, man, Patty Jenkins just, she's got the, she's, she's she the best monster. thing DC's got going. Yeah, she did Monster. Marvel let her slip through her fingers. Yeah. DC stole it away. And now she's going to be the one when, when, uh, that, that keeps DC on the map. Mm. And then Wonder Woman 84 came out. Mm. And maybe give up on DC all over again. She's doing a Star Wars movie. About X-wing fighters, X-wing pilots, I believe. Okay. It's uh Rogue yeah. Squadron. Yeah, I think something. Like that. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I Which think, could be cool. Yeah. But she. But I think with the constraints that Disney puts on people, it may be for her benefit. Yeah. 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 And it's weird to say that. It's weird to say that in a in a, in a post Snyder cut world mm-hmm. where you could just do whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think. There are some filmmakers you need to kind of like, okay, well, we need to hold this in. Like, yes, it, 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 I did find it really ironic and hysterical that she said before Wonder Woman 84 came out that Warner Brothers wanted that last CGI fight. Like, that was a studio note. And then what happened at the end of Wonder Woman 84 is like, well, what was the alternative? Was, that they were like, yeah. let's go with the, the, the standard CGI gray monster fight. They probably should have just done that. It's blue light in the sky, Patty. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, but who's she going to get Uh Ari Aster. Who is controversial, but I think we did, I did like Hereditary. You did. I liked Midsummer a lot. Yeah. So for me, I think he just has, he's weird. He's got a slightly better track record at this point. Yeah. I might go Ari Aster. 
I would probably go with her as well. Um, I think Wonder Woman is great, but I think that Ari Aster. Do you, do you think Ari Aster is a woman? He's a dude. Uh, yeah. I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. It's I, a long hour. It's yeah, a long yeah hour. sorry. Hour and seven. Uh, thank you for the correction. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that he's done um, like the current scape of horror. Like I think that between uh, Midsummer and Hereditary, Hereditary, from what I've heard, I haven't seen these movies. I don't want horror movies. Um, I've heard that it's kind of like essentially starting up like the newer version of like horror that's well, not like the, ju- the well, just imagine like Art House horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just imagine Robert Eggers, but in like really good color. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much exactly. I, I would go with uh, Ariel. Ari moves, right. Ari moves on. So it is Spike Lee versus Sam Raimi, Ryan Coogler versus Ari Aster in the second round. Wow. Now our final division. Wow. Our final first round division. And number four. Number two. Oh. This is the Edgar Wright division, which I had on the right side of the page. So <laughs> we have Edgar Wright versus Justin Lin. That's tough. No, it's Wait, not. It's, I'm going Edgar Wright. Yeah, no. I, I like Edgar Justin Wright. Lin's movies. I do. Yeah. I really do. But that, Ed- that's why like, I like his movies, but yeah. Edgar Wright is just... Some of our favorite movies are Edgar Wright. Yeah. Three of my top 20 movies. And I feel like a lot of Edgar Justin Wright. Lin's movies, they're did, fun. Did Justin, uh, Justin Lin did Tokyo Drift, right? Yes, he did. He did, mm. which is my favorite Fast and Furious movie. He did the Star Trek movie. He did. Um, didn't he do Fast Five, which is my favorite Fast and Furious movie? Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't. Didn't he do Fast Six? Or was that which more? is neither of our favorite uh, yeah. Fast and Furious movies? But I'm sure somebody. One. I think my brother likes it. Well, that says a lot about your brother. <laughs> we look. We've said yeah. a lot about Dan. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably show. the worst thing you've said about Dan. In this podcast. No, Star Trek no. We, if you go back to our, one of our Spider-Man episodes, I think <laughs> Matt said a little something a lot worse than he likes <laughs> fucking Justin Lin movies. I don't even remember something about he, his pants. Edgar Wright wins. He moves yeah. on. So the only non-returning. I love the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, no, me, me too. But I mean, Shaun of the Dead. Right. Exactly. Hot Fuzz. Exactly. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Exactly. Scott World's Pilgrim. End. We don't have to convince. Him. Yeah, we know. Dude, World's End. <laughs> I voted for him. Spaced. Spaced. Um, so the only <laughs> number one seed that has been immediately eliminated is GGT. Is Guillermo del Toro. Hmm. 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 Okay, so our second. Our second match is going to be Ryan Johnson, director oh. of Such Things as Knives Out, everybody's favorite Star Wars movie, uh, Brick, Looper, and The Brothers Bloom, going up against Jon Favreau, the father of the MCU. Yeah. The, the, some people call him the savior of Star Wars. Yeah. The guy who just said, do the Lion King again for a billion dollars this time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say straight up, Ryan Johnson. Be- because, I mean, since if you need a reason. Knives no quick, out. I know. <laughs> Knives out, one. Right. Uh, and I think he takes, and he took the Star Wars franchise, and he, I think I think Rogue One's a very good movie that didn't need to be made. But right? he didn't make Rogue One. He did The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Oh, shit. Wait, 
Gareth Edwards made the made Rogue One. Well, he made the first half of it, and then some other guy made the rest of it. Fuck. That changes things. Go ahead, Mikey. I gotta rethink this. Uh, I'm going to say John Favreau. Whoa! I, dude, I know the fucking Cubano <laughs> himself, man. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Mikey loves that fucking loves John Favreau handjob movie. <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. I, he, I mean, he showed that to his dad, like I showed everybody what we do in the shadows. <laughs> he he did the Lion King better than the Lion King. He did. Um, By doing it better than the Lion King, you Ryan just mean Johnson. longer. I, that could <laughs> no, be true. Going Ryan Johnson. no. <laughs> the Lion King. That's all. Talk. Okay. He did the Elf. Look, he did Elf. He did uh, Zuthura. He did uh, Swingers. And Swingers. Yeah. There's another movie that's kind of like. He did Swingers. Iron Man. Like, I, I. But have you seen Knives Out? He did. <laughs> sorry, real quick. He did Star Wars better than Ryan Johnson. But have you like, seen Brick? Yes, I have seen Brick. But does Mandalorian count? Yeah, why not? You, you, if, he, if he directed uh, some of it, yeah. He directed a couple episodes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he directed also, like, the whole Rick, Rick uh, Fumiea did an episode. I think yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard's done yeah. a couple episodes. There's been a lot of directors on The Mandalore. He is a produ- I think if you look at our favorite episodes, it wasn't It wasn't John Favreau, yeah. But here's a question about TV shows in general. If, say, John Favreau's directing the series, right... He's directing the series, but he doesn't. He still have overview of what the directors of the episodes. Picture Kevin Feige. Picture Kevin Feige for Marvel is James Favreau for the Mando. John Favreau. John Favreau for Mando. Yeah, but I think more hands on and more like yeah. Yeah, he's on set. He's a he's a producer and a creator, and in the and I know he's written a couple things. John, John Favreau for me. Sorry. What do you think? I'm going Ryan Johnson. Well, I'm gonna go with Ryan Johnson as well. Yeah. Not because he has, he is the the I the Brian with an I equivalent of Ryan's, but <laughs> <laughs> which is just legit. But yeah, I I love Knives Out. I love Brick. I think Last Jedi was barely good. It's not, I mean it's obviously not my favorite Star Wars. Right, but I don't think I think it gets a bad rap. It gets a bad. Oh, hundred percent. I yeah. I'm fully on board. I love I love yeah. that movie. Like I love the other three and and I think one. and I think Looper is criminally <laughs> underrated. Yeah, uh, I think Ryan Johnson also he just locked up a major deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Good for him. And I, I actually would prefer to. I and I just he's still doing a Star Wars standalone series, right? I believe he's still in that mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Johnson takes. Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. It's just, dude, fucking the food truck movie was great. Right, yeah, Chef was fun, but it wasn't great. Chef it was, was okay. It was fine. No, it was, it was fine. Great. It was like a. It was like an okay Cubano sandwich. <laughs> it's fine, but it's not great. You know? An okay Cubano sandwich it's like a, is great. It's like a 7-Eleven empanada. It's like, yeah. Whoa. That's insulting. <laughs> could go for the real thing. That is insulting. <laughs> Our number three versus six matchup is Sam Mendes, director of American Beauty, some of the James, I think, Quantum of Solace, uh, what is the, uh, Skyfall, mm-hmm. and whatever the last James Bond movie was. You only die twice sometimes. Moon, no, uh, the one Moon where Raker. Moonraker, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Octopus. No, what against uh, Matt Reeves who directed the You're talking about Spectre. Spectre. That's what it is. Uh, against Matt Reeves who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes, who did War of the Planet of the Apes. He did Cloverfield. He's going to be doing the Batman's. He's a J.J. Abrams guy, so yeah. it's kind of like where do you where where do you go with this? Mm-hmm. I mean, also Sam Mendes did 1917. Yeah. Which I, I do I do enjoy. I'm gonna go with Sam. Mm. Sam Mendes also did Jarhead and did American Jar- Beauty. Yeah, American yeah. Beauty. Sorry. 
American Pewter. That's, uh, that's an American thing for Pewter. <laughs> well, I do like Cloverfield a lot. Mm. And I do like... Um, what? Well, I didn't really... Did he direct 10 Cloverfield Lane as well? No, no. that's a different guy. And I didn't really see the Planet of the Apes movies. I mean, I saw the first one. Right, I didn't that's see the second and third. The disco of the Planet of the Apes, I think. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes for me. Then that well. settles it. Sam Mendes moves on. Matt Reeves may come back in the um, later... Cloverfield was great. Yeah, I love that... That was like the first movie I think I saw where it was like... First found footage movie? First, yeah. Yeah. Now here we go. I uh, this is the last matchup of the first round. This matchup is probably the most opposite ends of the spectrum's directors out there. Uh, okay. Uh, and I don't really know how how this is gonna work out, but it's Ava DuVernay mm. against J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Who's wow. a yeah. Can you list some of the movies that... Uh... Selma, uh, the 13th. 13. Uh, a tra- uh, was it in, in the, the a Travel Between Time? Uh, no. The Wrinkle in Time. The Wrinkle in Time. And she also did the amazing Netflix series, When They See Us. When They See Us. If you guys get a chance to see it, please Us. do. Um, but yeah. episode f- uh, four is the roughest of them all. I think <laughs> out of the five of them... The fourth is the tough one because yeah. that was uh, forgot his name, but is the one who got who like never. Is that four? I think that's the fourth one where oh. he, where it's just his episode. Yeah, yeah. And you just see how fucked up it that all. Was four? Oh, yeah. Wow. The four um, or five episodes. Yeah. It's just, she's up against JJ, right? JJ Abrams, who you know maybe not as serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did. He did well, a star. He did a two Star Wars. He did a two Star Trek. He did a Mission Impossible. Which Mission Impossible did he do? Uh, three? Mission Three. Three. Yeah. Three is okay. Um, he also did a Super Eight. Super Eight, eight which I love. I uh, I think. Hmm. Mikey's really stressed. Either he's exhausted or he's really thinking about. No, it. I'm really thinking about it. I think I'm going to have to go with JJ. I, I saw that coming. I um. <laughs> Huh. I feel like every time we I, I get into a conversation comparing someone to Ava, I think like, ah, I mean, you know, when they see us was really good, you know, and Selma's really good. Like, oh, 13. Right. When, when, when you think about that movie. Right. It's like. I mean, I know it's a documentary, but you have to put it in there. She did direct it. She pulled that that yeah, documentary. Documentaries count. Documentary okay. pull that documentary pulls in the emotional strings more than a lot of fictional movies do. Okay. More than all the Star Trek movies do. Right. As much as I like them, as much Excuse as I me. like them, dude. Calm. They're, they're fun roller coaster rides, and I like. Yeah. Them. <laughs> compare. <laughs> Trying to compare. Yeah, and totally I like Into Darkness. Totally I actually do like that movie. That's my favorite movie. But I feel like they don't represent the spirit of Star Trek. You know. I fully disagree with you. That's fine. I fully don't understand the context because I don't. I watch feel like Star you watch Trek. A, you watch a Star Trek like show. It's about. There's a lot of high concept like uh, uh, episodes, a lot of like exploration, a lot of like character building, and I think Chris Pine is ooh so um, that's a man right there. But that um, I feel like the <laughs> like JJ Abrams Star Trek movies are popcorn like blockbuster action flicks, you know, and I think that in some ways is a bit reductive. I feel like uh, so and and Star is Star Wars contributions are. Polarizing. Mm-hmm. Are they? They are. We made a new hope in a really bad movie. 
And yeah, so I I think I think he spent too much time in in the Rise of Skywalker, like trying to undo what he let Ryan Johnson do right. in the Last Jedi. Instead of just picking a, instead of just picking a lane and going for it, right. he tried to go back and repave the road. Right, and I think that was a poor choice as a director. I don't think that was him as a director though. Okay. I in in all honesty, when it's something like that, where it's like it's like the meta. Like, that's coming from the top down of fucking Disney that's to true. then the owners of Star Wars to then him. Like, he's being, he was dealt a shit hand. I bet he didn't even want to do the last Star Wars movie. Well, they did fire Colin Trevorrow pretty quickly into yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they, they, they threw him a bucket full of money, which is like a truckload of money, and was like, please salvage this. So, like, I think for him to even make it a good movie, because, again... Like the second Star Wars of the trilogy, mm-hmm. it it it's a good movie. It's just not what everybody wanted. But it's like you said, it's got a lot of things where they try to retcon from the fucking terribly toxic fan base of Star Wars. That's yeah. not his fault. So no. I feel like the fact that they even came out with a good last movie of the trilogy, I think is is impressive. I think. I think your definition of good is very. Subjective. I was gonna say I think people people yeah. a lot of people don't think it's good first yeah. of all, and I think the rise of sky the rise of Skywalker is also kind of like what my problem with Star Trek, where it's a fun watch. When we were in the theater, we were we were we all watched it together, and we were like, oh yeah. To quote to quote a, a recent review, the more I think about it, the more mm-hmm. I hate it. Right, but when you really think about it, I think, <laughs> I think the more you think about it, the more it actually betrays yeah. Star Wars. You know, mm. and here's this dagger i found and look at it lines up with the death star yeah it's like what is this an indiana jones movie yeah um and, and also like the whole snoke and uh, palpatine's back palpatine's and let's never back. forget the magical words of every i think all of our favorite irish actor mm. Donald gleason i am I the am spy, the spy. <laughs> uh, i think yeah i think um you know i i think it's yeah i think he he he's a big he's a great fan all right i'm gonna um, go with ava ava Mm, no, I think JJ. I think he's the the current godfather of modern day sci-fi. So I'm gonna go with it. I think we had a, a huge battle between two people who are doing sci-fi. Here's yeah, here's the deal. Alex I will Desi I will Netflix. I will let you in on a little second round secret. Okay. Also, I directed the pilot of Lost. Yeah. Which is arguably the best pilot of any television show in the history of television. Except, except Breaking Bad. No, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's a great pilot. And How yeah, I Met Your Mother. And the, the Friends. The difference is Breaking Seinfeld. Bad. Uh, Friends' first episode sucks. First Friends all. all over the place sucks. <laughs> no, that's not true. Breaking Bad follows through with the good show, though. And Lost follows through with the good first The Walking seasons. Dead. That's the best That's a best. That's pilot. a great pilot. That's a great that's pilot. A that's, great pilot. Yeah. that's a really good pilot. That's a great pilot. And that ends right there. <laughs> but, so, okay. So the way that this round, this, this division has matched up, the one seed has passed, the two seed has passed, the three seed has passed. So now we're at the four and the five seed. So this is the seed that plays Edgar Wright in the second round. So who has a better chance against? So who has? That's a... meta. I don't like. I don't like. That's meta. The, that's meta. Meta. Sorry, meta. How is that meta? It's just. I'm not gonna pass somebody it's... this round. I'm just, just saying. It's gonna be a good matchup no. the next round. I'm like... just saying because if you think about it, this Jay... is like this is like giving. This is like giving Biden the primaries because you didn't think Bernie could beat. Oh, no, it's like <laughs> no. I'm saying here, here's here's my thought on because just like this matchup where these two you can't really compare the movies you can't really compare anything they've done 
is that who's ever going up against Edgar Wright, it's kind of also a very different, different thing. thing. So if I pick J.J., who I also said, I think plenty of times, I don't like as a director. <laughs> yeah, so that, I, mean, I think he's a better producer. I think he's got an eye for talent. I think he's got an eye for story. I don't think he executes, them. executes very well. I think he's got a lot of things going on and has MacGuffins all over the place. Yeah, Which is funny because his movies wasn't the ones that introduced the Porgs, the Puffins of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Get the McPuffins. Mm-hmm. And I do like Ava. And I do feel bad for her that she's going to have to face Edgar Wright in the second <laughs> round. Yeah. Because I am going to go with Ava. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, no, it makes, it's, a, it's a good matchup. That and was a, to hear the second round, different. you're going to have to come back next week, I think. How will they know where to find us? Oh, maybe... They can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Mike, where are you? Uh, Dquats on Twitter and MDQuats on Instagram. And that's the shoot. That's the shoot.